Hello and welcome to Behind the Bites, episode 18. I'm Bhavishya and I'm with Abbas and Mike. Hi. Hi guys. How are you doing? Good. Uh, it's good to be back in the studio. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, last time around, the Skype conversation was a little. The, the quality of it wasn't as yeah. as good as the one we did before that. So good, good I, to be. I in think the, the uh, I think the the internet into my JLT <laughs> apartment was a little busy that evening. <laughs> Either that or your sure. MacBook started. You know, yeah, because yeah, you had to restart a couple of That's times right. as well. I remember yeah, it's that. It's kind of giving up the ghost. And I thought I was going to drop off a few times. Yeah, like I had terrible fine. connection, yeah. but somehow I stayed yeah. throughout. And I think I t- towards it was after the call that I dropped. Uh, which was lucky. That's good. It just held on for for, for dear life throughout the course of the evening. Yes. Nothing beats being here at the studio together to record a podcast. And we have something else going on in the background as well, Abbas. Absolutely. So we're live streaming or we're watching the live stream of uh, Microsoft's event from New York. It's their education-focused event. They have just announced Windows 10 S. We'll talk about it a little bit later. We're still waiting to see if they announce any new hardware, uh, which is why we'll save the story for later. Hopefully they do announce a new Surface some kind of surface. It's kind of a live, like we're live podcasting, except yeah. the podcast comes out two days later. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mike, it's like you can enjoy, yeah, unless I can Mike. get this up in like the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, t- speak quickly, guys. Nice. No, Actually, we got to put what's the over under that they're going to re announce that old, um, you remember that surface table that they used oh, to yeah, demo true. back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. wanted one of those, like super bad, because they showed Ridiculous some being expensive. able to play uh, Settlers of Catan on it. Or like, oh. yeah, which like board games on this like virtual table. Clearly, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I thought air hockey was probably the best thing that right. do, but um, good, good stuff. Uh, yeah. Lots of news for us today. Um, let's start with one of our favorite marketplaces, e-commerce site, yeah. closing its doors. R.I.P. Um, yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Well, Jadapedo. It's it's not like it's a bad thing, right? So Jadapedo, the story is that Jadapedo has been acquired by an unknown buyer. Mm. For an unknown price, and the announcement was made at noon yesterday, mm. and the marketplace was shut down, and that's all we know, yeah. which is very surprising. I mean, you know, if you, look, Suit got acquired by Amazon, but it's running fine, right? I mean, there hasn't been any changes. People who've placed their orders can receive whatever else you know going on. It's it's a bit surprising how they've handled the situation. Fine, they've gotten acquired, mm. and. I'm not sure if um, details were shared by their employees or not, because literally two days before this announcement, I'd gotten a call from someone at Jadopedo. Um, we do mystery box online as well, and they yeah. were asking me if we would like to put mystery boxes on Jadopedo, sell huh. them on, on that platform. So this was literally just two days before came this out announcement. Of nowhere, so it literally nice. just came out of nowhere. So I, I have a feeling there's, some, there's a lot more behind the yeah. story. Look, than, I mean, the conspiracy you know, theorist in me kicked in the moment i saw this email obviously it's nothing's confirmed we don't know if it's going to noon.com but noon.com is a platform that has been continuously delayed since it was originally announced what earlier this year or late last, last year, year late last, last year, year. november Absolutely. or december right. it was originally yeah. supposed to launch in january and yes yeah, that's right which never and happened. so if they've gone ahead and acquired jado pedo which is a company that has a fully functioning marketplace system you wonder if perhaps noon.com have built the tech that they were going to use just wasn't up to scratch. And they said, look, screw it. We've got money. Let's go take this other, this other site that we know works, like it's fully functional, and then reskin it and put noon.com over the top. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was it. That maybe is what ends up happening. What may be relevant, or it's just me pattern matching, is that there was a news article which came out on Bloomberg or Arabian Business that um, Hamad al was looking to get into the venture capital game 
by either partnering with or investing with MEVP, which is Middle East Venture Partners, or Beko Capital. Beko Capital is an investor in Jado Pedo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this this pattern doesn't exist. Dots. Yeah, I'm yeah. connecting. We're just connecting dots, mm-hmm. uh, trying to find something where nothing exists, or mm-hmm. or maybe it's that. Um, what I can say is, because my, in my day job, uh, I actually sell products on Jadapedo, so I'm a seller on there. We did okay. hear from them about a week ago that they were launching new products. So you're right, that the operations mm-hmm. were going on, and then this seemed a little sudden. Abrupt, yeah. Um, there were a few pending orders when this announcement went out, and we were able to ship them out uh, fairly quickly right. and close that. And the back-end platform, which is called Hotcake, so Hotcake is where you set up the uh, add all your products and everything, and JP Marketplace was one of the front ends. Mm-hmm. There were plans to set up other front ends also. Mm-hmm. Hotcake is going to be active until the end of the month, as was announced officially as well. So for all sellers like myself to clear out those payments, mm-hmm. but as far as consumers are concerned, 12 p.m. yesterday at noon yesterday. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is the most no. telling thing of it all. And, and you know, I mean, whether that, okay, that's a great publicity stunt, but whether it's fair to uh, your customers or your employees that just kind of yeah, exactly, do absolutely. that, like it's a bit cheeky, I think. But um, I mean, we'll say, like I have to say personally for myself, these marketplaces, like what Souk became and also Jada Pedro, what they became eventually is it's don't actually end up interesting me as a consumer. I was a massive proponent of Souk bef- when they were still an auction site. Right. Um, I would use it all the time, find some fantastic bargains on there. But since they moved to this kind of marketplace where they allow sellers to go on and, and charge you, it's, for me, it's just easy to order from Amazon. <laughs> it's like... That's not for most people, sure. right? Like sure. we sell on Souk, we sell on Jetapedo as mm-hmm. well. Um, and a lot of people buy local and they'll pay slightly higher prices because okay. we have to buy them at slightly higher prices. Yeah, but the idea is... If the product, if something goes wrong with the product, if the product is delayed, there's someone who you can pick up the phone and speak to, mm-hmm. someone you can blame, someone whose neck mm-hmm. you can, uh, figuratively speaking, uh, catch a hold yeah. of. Uh, well, no, this- exactly. I don't feel like I'm an outlier in these situations as well, but um, which maybe is why these sites ended up doing what they did because clearly there weren't enough of people like me. But it's it's such an interesting thing that they bought, they did all shift to this model, and that I mean that's the way Amazon runs these days as well, right? Like. A majority of the stuff that you buy from Amazon uh, is not necessarily for, even fulfilled by them. They're just a, a storefront. That's correct. For yeah. for other sellers to work through, and they just use the system. Because that's where a lot of the money comes in, right? If you yeah. start storing as much inventory as Amazon sells, and they already store a lot of it to the fulfilled by Amazon mm-hmm. model, there's a lot of pricing. I mean, you have to allocate money to purchase the product. Or, or do it in some form of credit. You may not know if the inventory moves or not. Then you have to manage profits and everything, as opposed to just taking a percentage of the transaction, two percent, three percent, five percent, ten percent, whatever that t- uh, tends to be per category. So it it makes sense that this is a model you can scale with. Mm. Um, let's see who's acquired. There's also talks that it could be marginal for them. Uh, right, they were in the market to buy uh, soup.com as well. Which, which makes sense that they've sort of shut down so was the Imar. website. Yeah. So was Imar as well. Yes, so the idea true. is perhaps they don't need the existing set of suppliers because mm. Marginal for them could take the, the brands that are there right. in their portfolio and use this tech mm. and just get their product out there. Right. And, yeah. and the marketplace model, quote-unquote, um, then Souk is pretty much the only, com- uh, only player out there. Right, and that's what, what's interesting about this story is that you know, it's it's similar parallel to what happened with Amazon and Souk, but 
suit continues to go on, whereas Jedo Pedo is due to close by the end of the month, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I mean, for customers, it's already closed, and here's yeah. another problem with it. Um, someone from our office had ordered something from Jedo Pedo literally last week. Uh, the thing got delivered to them two days ago, literally a day before this whole thing. And he came into the office, he opened the packaging, and it was the wrong item that was delivered. He goes mm. back to Jada Pedro, and there's absolutely no way of contacting the reseller now uh, because he can't access his orders anymore. He can't access, you know, all of that information. So Omar's a great guy. I know him really yep. well. Omar Kasim, who basically is CEO the founder of, Pedro, of yeah. Jada Pedro. Absolutely. But the way this was handled, I think this very ultra-quick transition... I'm not sure if that's the right way to do things. Mm -hmm. He should have given at least a week or two weeks or whatever, you know. Uh, let customers finish off whatever else is pending on there. And uh, you're right, Bavisha, I mean, in the sense that um, um, I think someone like uh, Majid al Group or Imar buying them makes more sense than I think Noon. Mm -hmm. uh, purely because, I mean, look, Noon was, what, had a billion dollars. It was backed by a billion dollars. Yeah. So they must have put a significant amount of money into, into the systems system, already. Yeah. Uh, millions of dollars, I'm assuming. And for them to just kind of wipe that off, you know, uh, just doesn't make sense to me. So if I was to put a guess on it, I'd I know money can be invested in very bad ways. Yeah. Yeah, and just, mean, just to draw the distinction out to your point is that Noon is Alaba's personal venture. Correct. Uh, which he's so billion dollars have been invested by, billion, Muhammad yeah, by and, and, and other Saudi. yeah GC yes. etc Saudi investors yes. etc. Uh, Imar is the entity correct which which he's you're talking the CEO about of, yes absolutely so I mean so there are two separate two separate yes. absolutely yes. so Noon and Imar aren't necessarily the same okay. company which is why with Souk it was Imar who made the offer right. to buy Souk mm. and not Muhammad Al Abbar yeah. and his Noon venture. Correct. Which would have been clever if he actually got both, because then he, you know, technically, I mean, although they would be <laughs> yeah. separate, he would be running two things. <laughs> so. But yeah, let's uh, let's see what that story leads hmm. to. Hopefully, yeah. once we get more details, we'll I don't know if we will though. I mean, look, we, I've I've tracked the growth and uh, progress of Jado Peta from the very beginning, right from when it was. Um, not even publicly available when they were just a Twitter channel. And one of our friends, uh, Swati, I don't know if you're right. familiar, Silver yes, Glee on Twitter, yes. she was handling their social media for them. So Omar has always been uh, a consumer-driven, mm -hmm. uh, customer-focused guy, right? Very similar to Steve Jobs and uh, in Apple's focus on the customer. Their product, their experience is always focused on that. For, so for them to do something this sudden, this immediate, which is not in the customer's, consumer's best interest, I feel like there may be some external pressure, and which is why I'm inclined to give Omar just that little bit of doubt, mm. uh, benefit of the doubt, Fair sorry, sure. as to Fair how yeah, this lines up. Fair enough. But hopefully we find out at least who's yes. yeah, details will be I'm sure details, details will be forthcoming once. We can get some closure. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully soon. All right, so our second story for the day is something that we've been following live. Microsoft recently released Windows 10 S edition. The S stands for security, speed, pretty much everything <laughs> iPhone, Apple said when they released the S version of the iPhone. It's, it's exactly that. Smaller. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Windows 10 S is targeted towards the educational market. Um, the biggest difference is that it will only run apps through the Windows Store. You won't be able to download and run apps from a website or any third party. It has to come through the Windows store, which is an interesting move from Microsoft. Um, I guess it's going to get a lot of application developers to finally come on to Windows Store, which has been sort of lacking. Um, you know, people still use, look at iTunes, for example. Apple yeah. really makes it available. I'm not even sure if uh, Google Chrome is available on, on Windows App Store. I don't know. I, I haven't used that in a while. Honest, no. 
So I, I don't really know. So that mm. is um, the first thing they've announced. It's targeted purely towards education. And and let's say this is this is. Um, Will be available as a free download, or uh, so I mean, it's going to be equipped on devices right, starting summer. They mentioned, and they mentioned device prices as low as one hundred and eighty nine dollars, which is that's less amazing. than seven hundred terms, which is fantastic. Yeah, uh, sort of reminds me a little bit of the netbook era. Remember yeah. that when we yeah, had, yeah like, that little embarrassing uh, exactly, absolutely. I own two netbooks, Abbas. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 ha- I hacked one. I made one into a, ma- a hackintosh. <laughs> oh, nice. Which uh, was a, a nice. exercise in futility <laughs> because the mouse drivers were terrible. But yeah that, yeah, that was my experience with netbooks. So I hope this is not netbook 2.0, or yeah. if it is, you know, they hopefully have. I, I don't know because it looks like a positioning to go against Chromebooks, right? That's and right. Chromebooks, and that's they've right. done well. Yeah, outside of this market, we don't get a lot of Chromebooks out no, here. But I mean, this might be the start of something like that happening. Right. Yeah, exciting. absolutely. And I think look, hardware's gotten better, cheaper. Mm. So you know, based on the time when netbooks were popular compared to what it is now, mm-hmm. you're hopefully going to get a much nicer experience in that sub two hundred dollar range. Yeah. Now, Microsoft also has announced that. Surface, what is it called? Just the Surface? Sur- yeah, just the Surface. 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 Surface laptop. Surface laptop. Okay. Breaking news. Um, looks beautiful. Yes. Looks gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're still following the event. They haven't announced the price for it so far, but uh, it's got a 13.5 inch screen, what we know. Three, uh, three by two three by two ratio, ratio. Mm-hmm. absolutely available in four colors yeah. or five yeah. colors whatever it's right. an indie one yeah. there's a blueish one there's yeah, a cobalt blue said. yeah graphite cobalt graphite and then, something there's a silver one ah, silver yeah and, and something yeah yeah and I mean look the, the, you could draw comparisons of it by looking at it towards the MacBooks for sure but for sure but I feel like, I mean, that's the design that these things are going anyway, you know? I think it's, um, a, well, I mean, MacBook Air, when you look at that design, mm-hmm. I think that was probably the best design Apple ever did for yeah. a laptop. And this looks sort of like a continuation mm-hmm. of that, a refinement of that. Yeah, a little, like a squarer version of that. By exactly. The looks of and unlike the Surface Book or the Surface Pro, this is not a tablet with a keyboard. Mm-hmm. It's actually yeah. a full functional laptop. Yeah, so uh, I, look, I mean, which is Microsoft have made a laptop. That's That's actually a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because, I mean, what, what kind of message does that say to their OEMs, you know, like Asus, Acer, who are making uh, devices uh, that, you know, power Microsoft's sure, operating system? Sure, but then I think ever since they introduced Surface Pro line, I think um, the Microsoft partners' products have also gotten very good. Yeah. Look at the mm-hmm. Dell, the XPS 13 and 15. Sure. We only the saw Spectre. that after the Spectre. Yeah, absolutely. They're making great products now as well. And I think if Microsoft doesn't push them to make better products, mm. we'll probably get to see, you know, yeah. the same old tire design. Even Samsung is doing some pretty good... Uh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. The new, um, what do they call it? The Galaxy Book? Or no, yes. Galaxy no, that's Book. Something along those lines. V- Vivo, was it? No. That no, was no. previously. I mean, right. they've changed the branding on that. No, it is the Galaxy Book. It is the yeah. Galaxy yeah. Book, yeah. That oh, the Tab Pro. The Tab Pro, yes. The Tab Pro. Tab Pro. S3. Absolutely. That's AMOLED display. I think it's kind a of 12, 12 yeah. inches, I think. It's a beautiful Fantastic device. Fantastic yeah. And works with the pen input. Yes. A lot of this didn't exist before. Microsoft got serious about mm-hmm. their hardware game, right? And you can say the same, Google did the same with their um, Nexus lineup. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The Pixel. Yeah. Before the... Pixel was Nexus. No, Nexus was oh, on the phone. The, you mean the Pixel laptop? Pixel, the Pixel laptop. Oh, no, sorry. I meant the phones. Right. I meant the phones okay. Itself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair what enough. Google did for mobile phones. And Correct. then everyone came sure. and really got their act together, right? Got it. But yeah. I, think, I think it was smart of Microsoft to work their lineup for the Surface uh, gear, you know, starting with these machines that weren't quite laptops, that were tablets that you could attach to keyboard up to have the Surface Studio, which was like a, you know, this new take on a desktop, sort of ease everybody <coughs> into it and say, look, hey, we're making some hardware, but it's not going to encroach on your shit. Mm. Right. And then finally, when everybody was comfortable with it, put out a laptop. Put out right. a laptop. Very right. strategic. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's kind of... Look, I mean, it does look nice. It does, it does. And so does that uh, Surface Studio, the Mm. the desktop that you (laughs) spoke about. It's a beautiful-looking desktop as well. Um, If we find out the price during the recording of this podcast, we'll update that on there. But until then, let's get to our bites section. Yeah. Our favorite section. This is the anti-death chill. (laughs) (laughs) You may remember from a couple of episodes ago, ago, uh, we ate some pretty spicy chips of death. Uh huh. And what do we have today, Mike? Uh, today you have something that is a little close to my heart. Uh, Milka, I will come down and say it is like my favorite chocolate <laughs> in the history of time. It is a German m- milk chocolate, and a bus seems to have found one. That I don't know if you guys you guys eat Kinder Surprise. Uh, yes. yes. Right. Yes. So Kinder Surprise, Kinder have this other type of chocolate, which is like these little sticks. Bueno. Bueno. Yeah. No, not bueno. They're actual like like little sticks of just the chocolate without the wafer oh. or anything like okay. that. You see them occasionally. They're a little harder to yeah. find, but I searched that shit out because it's delicious. <laughs> so Milker have done this. This is called Milka Milkinis. Milkinis. And uh, it comes in a burkini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comes in a delightfully purple package with a, uh, a very happy looking cow on it. Uh, I'm gonna open these up and we'll hand them out basically um this is the most delicious you, chocolate Mike. i'm hoping in the history of uh, this podcast huh. <laughs> let's give it a go again it's not setting a very high bar no that's true have we had chocolate before um i think we've had some kind of we had no, those chips those creme brulee right. chips that, no yeah, biscuits that was, that was terrible yep mm, that was nice. good not that was spicy nice. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me a bit of kinder yeah it's got a bit of that yeah well, I think that's what's always been nice about Milka. And we've had this conversation before because they do the Oreo mm. flavor Milka, which I turned you the bus onto, I think, when we were in Berlin. That's true. Yeah, which is very delicious. But this is an excellent choice. Nice. These are quite nice. Mm. No. <laughs> just a bit of dead air once we chew. I'll just got this <clears throat> What's the next story we want to... Um, Dubai font. The by right. far. Right. So, um, excuse me whilst I chew, <laughs> but uh, I would love to give this a five out of five happy cows. Wow, okay, you're generous. With yeah, cows. very generous. I think mm. three and a half slash four. No, I'm with Bavisha on wrong. this. I'm all about the milker, I'm sorry. It's, like my <laughs> it's favorite. too sweet. Yeah? yeah. It's, dude, it's chocolate. Well, there's dark chocolate and there's... That's fair. fair. Galaxy and Bounty, two of my favorite Mm. ones. Yeah, I can't do Bounty. Really? No, I don't like like the texture of coconut. The coconut thing. No, I I like it. It's also mainly because I don't have a sense of taste. (laughs) (coughs) All right, so um, next up on the docket, uh, you may have read the story that uh, Dubai now uh, officially has its own font. That's right. Yeah, they built that in partnership with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. So there was some announcements. Yeah. I wonder if these new Surface laptops will come with that font. Well, I think they will. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's available now if you update when Office 365. Nice. Um, so just a bit of background. The font is called Dubai Font. Um, super imaginative name. Uh, it, it will be available across uh, Microsoft suites of products, but you can also download it for free off the Dubai yeah. Font website, which I think is very cool. Correct. We tried it in the office. It's actually like, I mean, I've seen it, it, lo- it actually looks nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's quite clean to read. Yeah, you would have. <sighs> there was a possibility that we were going to get something a little bit. Wingdings? Yeah, well, maybe not that bad, but like Flamboyant. a little bit fun. Right, right. Yeah. And I think, right. uh, you know, uh, when, when it was announced, uh, Sheikh Hamdan came out and said that all future government correspondence 
would now be using this font. This font. So I think that the company that was tasked to make, because Microsoft was just sort of in partnership Mm -hmm. with it, that was done by a company called Monotype. Mm -hmm. Um, And And they do fonts. Yeah, exactly. They're 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 basically a design company for fonts and things like that. So they clearly had made something that would be useful uh, across multiple applications, right? I feel it looks a little bit like Courier New without so much of the actual, like, sort of old typewriter okay. typeface kind of okay. design yeah, to it's it, but a similar. S- a very slight casual feel to it, a yeah. very, very slight casual mm. feel to it. It's not overly formal, mm. uh, but then at the same time, it's not it's, very It's modern, either. like, yeah. keeping in mind, um, if you look at what Dubai is doing, the Dubai Future Accelerators, right? Mm-hmm. Even that branding is very uh, modern, very sort of next century, mm-hmm. high-tech without being Tron-like. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's tasteful. I think mm. that's how I would describe it. And if they are able to... If, um, get this font across all government correspondence, and not just that, but everything. You know, change the street signs, mm-hmm. change. Yep. Um, yeah, that's true. Any any kind of Plenty signs of where where the government is involved, keep that level of consistency mm. will uh, would be amazing because yeah. it is a great font, right? And sometimes yeah. things are a little inconsistent. So if they're able to do this, then I think it's a great step forward. Yeah. At least. Uh, I know a lot of type uh, fanatics <laughs> <laughs> would be pretty happy about it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, Look, uh, you know, there's been word online that it's not the first city technically to get a font. Also, there's a font already in, uh, like, office and things called Geneva, which isn't technically named after the city, but it has right. the, shares the same name as the city. But I feel that this is the first time that Microsoft have officially partnered with uh, a municipality to create something specifically for the occasion. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, it's a nice bit of PR for the country. For sure. Uh, yeah. for, the, for the city. And and it shows a lot of... Com- and this has required commitment from the government mm. as well, right? Whereas uh, I know Amman, for example, they say it has a fund, but we're not sure how involved the government of Amman or the government right. of Jordan was in, in that entire mm. process. Whereas we know this is coming right from the leadership. Yeah. Exactly. So that is another differentiating factor which goes into this Dubai Fund project. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will be using it at all times. <laughs> yeah, I've done that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually asked our developers to kind of look at it and see if we can use it on the website on yeah. break. I mean, so it would make sense. Yeah, you know? he's going to look at it. And he's going to. What's look, cool know. as well is it's obviously not just in English, but it's both in yes. English and Arabic. English and Arabic, right? And available, I believe, in twenty-eight different languages. Yeah, they so there's a, a, a series of alphabets that are uh, are being used in it, which I think is, is very cool. So absolutely, you know, yeah. they've really looked at the multiculturalness of the city of the place that we live and of the people of the languages that people speak out here and, and and gone the full hog you know like i remember a number of years ago when we got the new dubai sort of number plates right i mean technically that's a font <laughs> that belongs to dubai but i mean that was like fun and yeah, yeah. and then we right. had that so this is a little bit of more serious kind of step in that direction and i think that's kind of cool but then the bus coming to your point about using dubai font on your website do we end up with uh, a web at least in the middle east or at least in the uae but it's very homogenous? Or is that something we already face because fonts like Roboto and Open Sans and Droid Sans are very common Absolutely, anyway yes. to begin with, exactly. right? These these three fonts along with Helvetica. Mm-hmm. Yes, are, they make a They cover like, I think, I don't know, 80, yeah. 90% of the website. Some so scientific way for yeah. me to say that, but that's how it feels. Fair. So maybe it doesn't make a difference and then Dubai websites just end up with a different identity? Maybe so, maybe so. I mean, it looks something, it's something different, something from the region. Yeah. Why not support it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how I Maybe the New York it. Times will pick it up and use it on their <laughs> website. Or the National. Or the, yeah. or the National. No, but I mean, it would make sense. I mean, okay, government institutions, yes, are going to do it anyway, but I feel like if the, if the typeface works in an online setting, then why not? I mean, yeah. it's a nice little nod towards where we live. Right? Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't see any downside to it, so yeah. let's, let's see how it goes. Yeah.
So, Mike, I noticed that you're you know, sporting the new shiny Samsung Galaxy S8 with you. Yes, it's lovely. <laughs> and you've got so a little pretty. tab at the bottom. I do. What does that do? So that is a... Oh, that is Samsung Pay. Uh, should we uh, speak about what's going on on the screen quickly before we sure. get into that? So, I mean, we're still in the middle of the Microsoft presentation. 14 and a half hour battery life is that what is they've announced for this bonkers. laptop. That is insane. That is bonkers. That is insane. Too bad I wouldn't be able to carry it with me to my, on my first flight to the US. <laughs> it would have lasted me the whole time. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, that, that's great for those uh, marathon um, lectures <laughs> during university that your students will be using. But well done for Microsoft if they actually managed to pull that off. That's impressive. That's very well, that's, that's on paper battery life, real world right. usage. Yeah. But I mean, look, if they can get what the MacBook Air can do at like 12, yeah. 10, 12, something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. And look, they are competing against the Mac with this, right? Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I mean, they want to make sure that yeah. one thing Apple is very good about is, well, besides the MacBook Pro, the new one, which stated 10 hours of battery life and never offered that, everything else that they've offered has usually exceeded what they mm -hmm. offer or at least what they've advertised. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if this one gets you close to 14 hours yeah. of battery life cool. on there. Back to Samsung. Back to Samsung. So, hey. yes, the little tab at the bottom of this uh, Galaxy S8 is uh, the new Samsung Pay service that is available in the region. You've added your Emerson NBD I have. see on it? Nice. So, just to speak about it a little bit, I mean, I have used it since adding, but uh, originally when I first added it, I, it came back, pinged back to me saying that the service wasn't available for my bank, which was odd because I checked the... I'll, yeah. I'll tell you exactly why. Okay, I'll tell awesome. you exactly why. Because I did the exact same mm -hmm. thing as you. And the problem is that the fourth digit on the Emirates NBD card mm. is on a white background. And ah. it can never detect that digit correctly. Okay. Because mm. it's a white font and a yeah. white background, it always, you know, uses okay. something else. So if you manually type in the number. Which is what which I Which is did. probably what yep. you did, which is the correct number. Then it goes in. It's and okay, yeah. great. Yeah. I had a feeling it must have been something like that. I mean, it's hard enough to read actually in person. Exactly. Than, so than it even, is. Yeah. The um, camera struggles with that. But I mean, I'm, I'm suitably impressed by the service. I was able able to um, pay for my groceries on it. Uh, I tried to pick up a coffee on the way here. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. Costa isn't outfitted with it. The Costa that we have downstairs yeah. in our building doesn't work, but right. other Costa other ones do. Yeah, okay. that I've tried, they do. But I mean, it was quicker than quicker than actually using my, yeah. uh, my, my card. You just literally tell the cashier, they bring up the prompt and you tap it after you've uh, swiped it, or in this case, I use my fingerprint, mm -hmm. and bam, it's it's done. And it, what's really nice is it keeps a record of the transactions yes, that you have, exactly. So you can kind of go back and do your accounting. And I believe I dug into it too deeply, but they've got a cashback program with my bank. Correct. Um, nice. That after a certain amount of transaction, they give me a little bit of money back, which is great. I like money. Absolutely not. <laughs> not <laughs> just have you, that. Have but you? Uh, I did too as well, and I've you, I've got the Emerson NVD card as well. Uh, just a couple of quick comments that if you have Emerson BD, you get a free version of the entertainer with it as well. Ah, okay. So they've got that promotion running. If you want, just mm -hmm. go ahead and register for that. They'll send you a voucher for the Galaxy version of entertainer. I don't think I don't think I can do that because this is a this is a loaner phone. <laughs> so well, I mean. I will you see. could just take the entertainer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to suggest anything, but Mike, yes. you know. But for our <laughs> listeners, this is definitely something That's you can avail yourself yes. of. And one interesting comment I heard at a Costa store where I used this was that it was much faster than Beam. I haven't used Beam. Okay. In I've used Beam and it, it takes a little it while. It takes a little yeah. while. Yeah, okay. And so it doesn't always work. Sometimes the first time the transaction doesn't mm. go through. It's great in theory, but... Its implementation could be a lot better. Yeah. Beam, as we're yeah. talking, and Beam I guess that, that's talking the limitations about, yeah. of maybe the deals they have with the bank and the technology or whatever. But I mean, Samsung, I think, are in a position where clearly they've used this in fourteen other countries. Yes. Uh, at the moment, and so they, you know, they've they've probably worked out all the bugs. Yeah, that absolutely. have gone along with it. Um, I, 
having used it, I don't ever want to go back. I'm not even going to lie. Like, no, for sure. It's this is why we're already not mm-hmm. doing this, and why it's taken just Samsung this long to get to it. I mean, Apple. Apple Har- Pay is not up. here. Google <laughs> Pay is not here. Yeah, Absolutely, it's... and it just gives you one more reason to buy yeah. this phone. Gorgeous phone mm-hmm. as it is. Yeah. Samsung you PR, know. you're not getting the phone back from Mike. <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I need to pay for my groceries, guys. What are you going to do? <laughs> no, but I, I wonder what it is. I mean, now that obviously the system is in place, and I know that Samsung Pay, I think, works a little bit differently to Apple Pay. Correct. It supports MST, right. whereas Apple Pay doesn't. Which doesn't. So maybe that's going to be a bit of a, a stumbling block. <laughs> You wonder sometimes if, if Samsung hasn't gone to the banks as well and said, hey, we want a timed exclusive on this kind of tech. You, you, if we do it with you, you're not allowed to go with Apple or any other person I, for the next 12 months or I'm six not, months or something well, like that. Well, I'm not sure if they could strong arm the banks into something like yeah. that. But what I will tell you is that uh, the ratio of NFC to MST machines in the region is 25 to 75. So okay, 75% well. of machines are still using the older MST. MST technology. So even mm. if Apple brings out Apple Pay, mm. it'll only work on a quarter of the machines yeah, that okay. are out there. So I'm assuming Apple is probably waiting until mm-hmm. um, NFC machines are more popular okay. in the region. So and I know that right. you were on a panel at the event when they announced this, I was, right? So yeah. I assume Absolutely. a lot of information so, was gathered Yeah, exactly. So I mean, the guy from MasterCard was there. The guy from Visa mm-hmm. was there. The guy from Network International mm-hmm. was there. I mean, all these big shot guys were there, you know, and they were all very happy mm-hmm. with the solution that Samsung brought in. Um, just leveraging the technologies that they have put in place. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, good job, Samsung. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's job. a seamless. It works it, well. It, it works, you know, very well, honestly. I, I'm surprised as to how well it works. Yeah, and it, it, it adds another feature to a, a, exactly. an already stunning phone. Exactly. Like, I mean, that gives you one more reason to buy a Samsung phone in the yeah. region. I mean, to, them. to be honest, at the moment, you don't have any reason to buy any other phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, price. Yeah, I mean, price. Yes, fair, yeah. fair. It is. It is a premium. But uh, look, I mean, Samsung Pay is going to be available on the lower side of things as well. So the entire yeah. A series, the A9, A7, except for the A5, Five. I think all of the other ones are going to have that. If you've got a Gear S3 watch, mm. I mean, that supports Samsung Pay as well. So you can literally just, you don't need to oh. authenticate with your fingerprint because it realizes yeah, it's it, on your right, wrist. Of course. And you just tap in and you're done. Um, so I think that's one step closer. Yeah, and then if you want to pick up a, an older Galaxy S7. Absolutely. It works on 7. Yeah, which, it works which are on dropping like flies in price, which is seventeen ninety nine, is yeah, what you can which, get dual SIM version for. The one customer that I would really love for Samsung to target their marketing is, and I'm sure all both of you have sort of struggled with this, you're at a cashier, mm. and the person in front of you, the checkout guy tells you, this is the amount you need to pay. Mm-hmm. Takes them 15 minutes just to find their card, their wallet, dig into yep. their purses, take the cash out. Guys, yep. you're at a checkout line. You should be ready to pay, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's if they can shave 15 minutes of my time with the guy just going, ding, yeah. with like the watch. Like somebody fumbling through their yes. wallet. Please, like, man, like, Samsung. You're going to be doing yeah. a humanity a great favor. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Put up ads people. in cinemas <laughs> showing that exact scenario, yeah. and exactly. you can imagine the number of people that are just flocked yeah. to get the no, service sure. activated. I'm sure they have that in plan. I mean, now be. that it's officially available, because they sort of made it available with a few banks at a time, I think Mushrek was one of the first Mushrek banks was the to first do it. One, that's right. Yeah. And, and now then got ABCD, Rack, yeah. Rack Bank recently mm-hmm. sent me an mm-hmm. email like just a couple of days ago. They're on board as well. Yeah. I think with the official launch, there were eight banks in total. Correct. Uh, two of them are international as well, HSBC and... And Standard Chartered. Not, yeah, Standard Chartered, you're right, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, fantastic solution, works great. Uh, the promotions and the vouchers, I think, will add to the experience, yeah. the ones that you get for using Samsung Pay. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to how it shapes up. All right, and I guess that'll do us for this week. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, as always. Absolutely. It's been informative. We still haven't managed to get the uh, the price for this uh, Microsoft laptop. 
uh, Surface laptop, mainly because of the buffering. Clearly, the entire <laughs> internet is logging on to watch this uh, press conference. So. so let me ask both of you this question. At what price would you just go out and buy it right away? Oof. I mean, look, if they're trying to target the Chromebook market, mm -hmm. and what... It's gonna have to be what, like twelve hundred dollars, maybe fifteen hundred dollars uh, at a time. It's gonna be lower than that. You're I, really I'm thinking no. six hundred yeah, to seven hundred dollars. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah, that's no, what I'm thinking no as well. Six hundred to no seven hundred dollars is what I'm thinking. How, how, how much is ninety nine? Six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, and that's it. Six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. The Pixel Book is how much? That thing but is like eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it Chromebooks run for like four ninety nine as well. Yeah, but look at if you look at the design, fourteen hours of battery life, like. I don't know. I'm still seven ninety nine. It would be very nice, but I don't see it being cheaper than a thousand dollars. Well, they may drop it. I think it has to be. It has to launch lower than a thousand dollars. Because you can so. get a MacBook Pro for eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, right. The, at least the, the MD one hundred and one touch, touch one, Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I mean, fair. We'll see. We'll $6 see. Six ninety nine. My money's on six ninety nine. I'd say seven ninety nine. But that's uh, a very good seven forty nine. Playing is bet safe. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully we'll have that for you next week. Yes. Or, or check the internet <laughs> now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Why do you want to wait for that? Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, so if everybody wants to get in touch with us. It's uh, a $9.99 uh, laptop. Ah. They, ah see? Ah. What did I tell you? Okay. So right what did I tell you? what we guess Dude, and what Pike guess. You, 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 make a, you, make, you make anything that looks that aluminium <laughs> and it's, it's easily it's a thousand bucks pricey. straight away. Fair enough. Plastic, it's always under a grant. <laughs> Fair enough. To be fair, they kept it. Technically, they kept it under a grand. Under a thousand dollars. But so. should you have the specs on that 999 model? Is um, it a Core i5 or i7 that you're getting? Have they spoken anything about that? Not right. As long as it's not Core M, no, I'm it's happy. Because right. they showed the Core i7. They're using i7. the latest Intel Core i5 and mm -hmm. i7 processors. Okay, so battery life of 14.5. No speaker grills or holes. Um, the speakers have been integrated underneath the keyboard. Okay. okay. And it's Core i5... A $999, 4 okay. GB of RAM, four. and 128 GB of storage. Okay. Start shipping on the 15th of June. A pre-order start today. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, okay. pretty, that's a pretty quick turnaround, to be fair. This is just under a month. Nice. And cool. Looking forward to testing one out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Cool. All right. So if uh, you want to get in touch with us, we're uh, at, the at Behind the Bites <laughs> on Twitter. One day we'll get it right the first time, guys. <laughs> also, BehindTheBites.ae at gmail.com. I'm Vivisha. You can find me on Twitter. And I'm Aja Farrelly on Twitter. Cool. And I'm at Mike Priest. Thanks for listening. Mike at Priest. <laughs> Mike at, at Mike, Mike at Priest. At Mike Priest. Mike, Mike at Priest. Milka Priest. <laughs> yeah. I've had too much milka.com. <laughs> All right. That's it for See me. See you next later. week.